Good work there, buddy. Oh, God. Okay. Cool, man. I hey, think man. we're ready. It's great to see you. I'm so sure hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 169 of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Take your time. Folks. Take your time cheering. Wow. It's a rowdy crowd. Wow, dude. All right. Okay. Guys, guys, guys. Let's settle right. down. Let's, let's calm okay. down. Okay. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Good Lord. Oh. No, no, but honestly, we love you guys. Okay. All, right, all right, all right. Come on. All right. All right, all right. All right. You're going to fucking blow a head gasket. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, that was a good joke. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Who here liked that joke? Okay, folks. Good lord. Who here thinks the joke went on too far because I overdid it? <laughs> Welcome back. It's a balmy Tuesday evening up in Seabrook, New Hampshire. We're about uh, 2.1 miles from the nuclear power plant powering all homes that are allowing you to listen to the I'm So Sure cast. You could argue that the nuclear power plant is our number one sponsor. You suck! <laughs> well, let's not uh, interview any of the employees there. So, uh, yeah, so we played at Salvatore's. Um, we did. It was great. This this uh, past weekend. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And the only one who listens to this podcast that was there was Danny Bergeron, which doesn't surprise me because he's he's got to be the most loyal fan we have. Ah. I'm gonna say other than Karen and you, yeah, Danny Bergeron is the most consistent. He he has the the most perfect attendance out of all of our friends. Yeah, that's shows. probably true. That's honestly very we we gotta send him like a plaque or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe a, we could get like a pin. Yeah, because he'll probably throw it right out. He'd be like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. But something to commemorate, you know, his his loyalty. Right, dude. Um, the Salvatore Show, our first full band show in over three years since Lord Fauci um, usurped the Democratic throne of America and uh, canceled Christmas and outdoor festivities and indoor parties. Um was somehow able to get his creepy little face on every television channel for about two and a half years. Actually, it's still going on. Yeah, it is. He's, He's still, still around. Um, basically, we haven't played a show since before we knew who Fuckface Fauci was. Yeah, and I hadn't touched my drums the entire time either. Hadn't even touched the drumsticks. And people might think I'm kidding about the touching. No, literally hadn't touched them. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And like the first, whatever the first song we played or I uh, started playing drums on was, I forget which fucking song it was, but either way. Felt I, a little rusty? Oh my God, it felt horrible. But you sounded great. The only mistakes that were made at the show were my fault and I had the, it was inexcusable on my part because I had practiced guitar. What an idiot, dude. Um... And I wasn't drunk either. Sometimes I do mess up because I've had too much to drink. But, yeah. But that one, I don't know what it was. Yeah, my mom was like, you guys just seem so relaxed and just comfortable up there. I think there is something to that because the Salvatore shows are the best because, again, it feels like we're playing a friend's party. It does. Because we know everyone in the room save for... Four people? Yeah. And when we first got there, there were two people at the bar. And I think my new show-playing drink of choice is Bud Light Bottles now. Yeah. Because it's... Minimal spillage. Oh, it's perfect. And you a bottle, it's more contemplative than a draft because it takes longer to... You take smaller sips of a bottle. Yep. Yep. You're, and it's just if you just want a quick, satisfying little gulp there. Well, I'd usually get a vodka soda. Oh, yeah. The problem with vo- 
vodka sodas are my drink of choice. The problem why I don't typically drink them on stage is because anything with the straw, I am sucking that fucking thing down. Exactly. And then you get to the point where, so like you need to have a Bud Light bottle and a water. Correct. Because cause you're sipping the Bud Light bottle mostly just to drink beer and you're drinking the water to hot, to... To, to make up for the beer. To silk, to silk up your fucking vocal cords, right? Right. But if you have a vodka soda, you're silking with that and you're getting fucking wasted. Right. So you're treating the vodka soda like water yeah, for silking purposes. Be. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're cock fucked. Where if I just drink like six Bud Lights throughout the night, it's just like a nice, even... That was great because we started out acoustic... And then slowly graduated in. And then by the time the room filled up and we could be a little louder. Oh, yeah. And we turned up we turned up the heat a little bit. It was great fuck. Yeah, Maybe. so usually what we would do is we'd play acoustic. We'd take the break. We come back. We start playing full band, right? Yes. I like this new way better. Yeah. So what we did this time, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. No, we did. Is we started playing acoustic. Then like... Halfway through the first set, I busted out brushes. Yeah, I think like four songs in you did. And just started like lightly doing little light brush shit. I remember turning back to you and you saying, I'm going to just, I'm just going to brush the rest of the set. Wait a minute. What? And I went, wait a minute. Don't tell me. Is he king? (laughs) Don't tell me he's playing brushes. And so I used brushes, nice light little brushes, slowly got a little heavier, then we took the break. Then we came back. Then it went right to heavy brushes. Then, sticks, dude. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Halfway through the second set. I know people at home are going, Jesus. Sticks, bro. He busted out the sticks like the seventh song in. It was fucking, oh my God. And Eric had said, and and Eric was in... The prime seat. He yes. Was, he was... The, he was the the tip of the isosceles triangle. Yes. He was the perfect distance from both monitors, and they were both pointed in his general direction. He was the tip of the hypotenuse. And he was like, this is the best sounding mix you guys have ever had. And I was like, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. And then... Uh, and then also people in the back of the room was like, it's way too loud and it sounds horrible. And then, And I was like, well, maybe just don't be in the back of the room. The idiot. Well, that was one guy that said that, right? Yeah, it was one person. But I think he changed his tune. <laughs> <laughs> I did end up slowly turning it down, and then we got it. We got it fucking perfect. It was great. Ugh. Great show. It really was. At one point, there were so many people there that the lady who paid us—I forget her name. Oh, me too. She was the manager there, and I saw her. Stand back and take a picture of the entire room. So she was obviously texting that to her boss. I'd like to see that picture. Because there were two fucking people, fuck, in the bar when we showed up. Yeah, literally two. Salvatore's, if you're ever looking for a quiet place to go on a Saturday night, the Salvatore's bar. As long as we aren't playing. Except when the Tims are playing. Yeah. If we're not playing, it's going to be, you could read a book there. That show was fucking great. It was packed. People were dancing. Oh. That had to be our loudest applause breaks after every uh, song, too. You know, some people don't really applaud in a bar because they're yeah. just like, yeah, you ended that song right when I was getting into a conversation with this guy. Yeah. And um, right when uh, and I kept asking people if they had heard of you guys like the Beatles or whatever. And just nobody. Yeah. Said anything. And then pff, you play a Beatles song. Turns out they do. Turns out they know who the Beatles are and love them. Had so much fun at that show. Great time. Fantastic. Lots of people. It doesn't matter what. what, It it was just such a great fucking time. It really was, folks. And the best part about Sal's is they close at like 11. So you're never hung over the next day unless you go out after Sal's. You know what? When we would play at the beach and we'd play till 1 a.m. You're fucked the next day. Yeah, I kind of fucked up, fact, because we brought the shit out at the end of the night, and I left my the pizza. I was wondering what happened to that. Not and, that I was even hungry. It's purely out of curiosity, yeah. I, I wondered what happened to that. And I was like, oh, I'll come back and get this. 
And then you ran back in to get something, and I was like, oh, grab the pizza. And oh, you said that? Well, but then I looked, and you were long gone. And I was like, oh, there's no way you heard me. And I was like, I could go back and get it, but I'll just stay here. Dude, That we wasted like an entire Pete. It was like, it was half a Pete. Oh, there, we had four slices. Because I, I had I had like at least two. I had like three slices. I don't know if it was my adrenaline or what, but like I, I just wasn't that hungry. I'm pretty sure I had three slices. Oh, well, that's good. That makes you feel better. Because yeah. I only had the one slice. Man, that crust. You know uh, what my favorite is on any pizza? You get the crust, and then you have an, like half an inch of sauced pizza next oh, yeah. to it. Yep. If they, we should sell just that. Call it just the sauce? Yeah. I know Elaine tried to do the muffin top idea, which is a great idea. Yeah. Then the question is, what do you do with the bottoms? But, because we'd have to make an entire peat and then cut out the middle. Right. I guess just give it to the homeless. Or, oh, sorry. Or, like, or throw it away. Instead of the pizza being the ring of thick dough around and then that that area of just sauce and then the cheese, right? Instead of that, you have the ring then the area of sauce, then another ring, then an area of sauce, and you just keep spiraling it. Would that work? In theory, yeah. Well, actually, fuck, I guess. Because you could... What you'd have to do is you'd have to make a long piece of dough and then just... Ah, fuck. No, you'd almost have to make like a focaccia and then put the marinara in long, thin strips. (laughs) Was just gonna say that. Yeah, that actually would work too. That's actually probably the way to do it. That's like actually a great idea. Why don't we just make that, dude? Can we? Now I'm all horny for it now. Well, we have to go to uh, have to. We're going to Hanson this weekend. Yes. Maybe I should make it for like because we're supposed to. Are we going to the tuna striker? Beforehand? Totally down to do it. That is the plan as of now. So I wonder if I should make one of those. We'll we'll eat some here. It'll be a little appetizer. Then we go to the tuna striker. Then we go to Hanson. That'd be great. And then we go, yeah. And then we get home. We get back here at like ten thirty. And there's still long thin and strips like, left. Fuck, I'm kind of hungry for a long thin strip. <laughs> and then it turns out, dude, let's do this. We're doing this, especially too because. We don't have plans that day. So Karen and I can, if you're not doing anything, we could oh. co- we could come over here at like three or four. That sounds great. Hang out. I like this plan a lot. This is our, this is forming beautifully. And then you, you and I, we could, the three of us can walk over to the tuna striker, put our name in, come yep. back here. Oh, eat some long, thin strips. Yep. I love this plan. And I already have like an idea because with the focaccia, you usually do like the thing, you do the fingers. Yeah. To make the dimples. Yeah. Right. So like you can do that, but then you can just like make a, just make a whole, a valley, like a row across and just do like four of those. Yes. Like a moat of marinara sauce or something. Like four long thin strips (laughs) and then just fill them with fucking marinara. This could be huge, dude. This might be huge. Thank God we have it on record as like time stamped forever. Yeah. yeah. We invented this. Right. We invented the long, thin strip. Because you know there's other people in the country going, because there's nothing better than, you know when it's like the pizza's been sitting around for four hours, you're you're still kind of full. Oh, yeah, dude. And then, so you don't want a full slice. You're going to throw it anyway. So you take the entire slice and just sloppily just rip the crust off. Yeah, like And that's when you're left with the hanging bits of... Sauce and just peat. Yeah. It's the best. It's we'll just intentionally make that. Yeah, we're going to do that. Oh, I love this plan. Uh, who's going? Is it you, me? I think it's just you, me, and Karen, and whoever else. You, me, Karen, uh, Sarah, Dan. Oh, Eric- yeah. Sarah and Dan are going, right? Eric and Alyssa or no? Eric and Alyssa are not going. What? I don't think. Good Lord. I'm going to give them shit. Sarah and Dan are going, right? Yeah. All right. That'll be sick. So Dan, if you want a long, thin strip of uh, <laughs> sauce on bread, we got to come up with a name for it. We'll have it for you. 
We should call it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna diminish this invention well, by naming it if off it's, the cuff. If it's basically white and red stripes. Yep. We could call it like a flag pizza, or or like a, or like a fucking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, you guys like flag pizza? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I heard about this shit on the, some gay podcast. Yeah. What's a flag pizza anyway? And then like they want, they see the waitress carry one by and they go, that looks kind of like the American. F- Wait a minute. But we, we are way too committed now to the name that we ruin it by having the top corner just blue frosting. <laughs> <laughs> just tastes like absolute shit. <laughs> flag pizza is not a bad idea. Something like that. Or just a long, thin strip. I don't know. Yeah, long, thin strip's pretty good. The poop that took a pee. You know what's great about that episode? What is, is When, in both cases, Scrody McBoogerballs <laughs> and the poop that took a pee, people think... Oh, right, different. They right. read into it like it's just brilliant. It, it's just so funny. Like, the modern art world... Oh, so full of shit. If you go to the Museum of Fine Arts, which I do like to go to, it, pick a year, whatever. Whenever you go, um, save 90 seconds at the end to walk through the contemporary section. And you will find 90% of the floor of the exhibits is total garbage. Dude, even just, I think I've talked about this before, but in college. The drawing classes that I took. And then like <clears throat> the last one I took, which was drawing two or three or whatever the fuck, they made you sit through like a senior, um, their final project or whatever. Yeah. It's just a fart sniffing party. dude. Yes. It's 100%. like the student comes up with a bunch of bullshit that they say about the thing that they made that sucks and about why it's so artistic. And then the teacher just starts shitting shitting in a glass and yeah. like eating it and just making that up top note just making up so much shit oh it's so dumb yeah it's it's what? it's why i hate i think what annoys me most is the phrase my your insert the pronoun truth their truth right what the fuck does that mean the word truth is reserved for an objective reality. If two people are explaining the same event, there's not his truth and her truth. There's the truth mm. and their accounts of it. But this is spilled over into the arts. You still need to master a craft. There still needs to be skill and craftsmanship. Like Picasso, if you look at Picasso's paintings... He was a, a realist painter when he started. Oh, yeah. He was nasty. And he honed. Honed. You know another thing with wheelbarrow? Yeah. It's home in on this with an M. You hone with an N, a craft. But let's say you're, you're drone bombing yes. a house. You go home in on that. A homing missile. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't... I always said, like, hone in on that, but it's home. Yeah, I thought hone in. Like, if I'm throwing a baseball, to like, home in on that glove. I Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I fucked up. I fucked up. Fucked up. But yeah, like... I uh, fucked up. There'd be, like, a drawing where the guy's, like, shading was a little monochromatic. Yeah. And, uh... And the teacher would be like, oh, you know, you really should have used darker shading in certain areas to really bring out the the contrast. And then the student would be like, well, you know, I, I did that on purpose because I wanted to um, really drive home the point that uh, African-Americans are not represented well in the in the art space. And then and then the teacher's like, oh, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, But I also find it very interesting that you used white paper, which makes me believe that you're lying to me because you using white paper uh, shows that you support white supremacy. 
I don't know. I, I'm having I'm using bad examples, but it was literally but just it's, it's the same ridiculousness. Level. It's a volley of what more ridiculous who can top one another with their bullshit. Yeah. Yep. And if you can trump the teacher, they give you an A. If yeah. they trump so you, this you is why I I really like good abstract art, but you can't you can't really explain it. But in that class, here's how you know if it's a good drawing. If it looks like an apple, it, it's a good drawing. Yeah, like boy with apple, unbelievable. To me, if you can trick me into from ten feet away wondering if that's a photo or a painting, you get an A. Usually, if I see a piece of art and I go, "That's really hard," I couldn't do that. Right. That makes a good art. I I agree with that, but I think you can even go blander. Well, it's kind of implied, I guess. I'm so sure instead of broader, I said blander. What an idiot. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, I hate all the uh, shape stuff. Shape stuff? Yeah, like um, like the geometric type of art. Larry David talks about this oh, a yeah, lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like overlaid shapes. Yeah, and again, I think a lot of people are kind of hive-minded with this stuff because... If you, all right, I'll give you an example. The first time I heard Radiohead, right? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a bunch of just pretentious garbage that I didn't like. Yeah. I did too at first. But I'd be wrong because I kept listening and I loved Radiohead. Right. So this is the problem with art because Mm. they're... You can't just dismiss everything that doesn't appeal to you right away. That's true. But at the same time, you kind of have to, if you're a good art critic or a lover of the art, you should know, you should have a good bullshit detector. Yeah. And they just don't. I think that's what it is. I think it, I think in some way it's a subconscious bullshit detector. And if you can smell the bullshit, you're just not impressed. I don't know. We should go to the Museum of Fine Arts. I was just thinking that. Or like some contemporary art festival. You really got to be a part of of how bad this shit is. Now, the Museum of Fine Arts, uh, 98% (laughs) of their inventory is fan-fucking-tastic. This is not an indictment on the museum. Absolutely. Uh, The MFA is great, even though I'm pretty sure it's like 50 bucks fucked to get Was I with you when there was like a vagina exhibit or some shit, and this guy was with like his... He was like old and like his girlfriend or whatever is young as no, shit. No, I've heard this story, but and he's like got his hands behind his back as like art viewers do, and he just walks up to this. He was doing the Forrest Gump sketch of like a bent over woman from behind, so it's just like you know her asshole and vagina. He puts his nose like fucking four inches from from the paper, and he's just going, ah, ah. <laughs> and he's going, oh, this is just this is fantastic. It's like okay, dude. Yeah, there's definitely a uh, creepy quality too to some to some art. And then his girlfriend was like, uh, "Yes, quite exquisite." I also love this idea that if you're a tortured soul, that means you're a good artist. You know what I mean? Like some people have uh, actual tragedy there's a small actual depth to them but it doesn't necessarily mean it translates into a talented palatable art form yeah no uh there's a lot of really good artists in any you know it, it could be music could be painting could be whatever that are fucked up 100 percent. i'd say actually most of them probably are yes but just because you're fucked up you're not going to be a good artist is that what you're saying exactly yeah folks i mean It's like every crazy lady has cats, but not every lady with a cat is crazy. That's correct. I sucked other men's cooks. <laughs> I wish we had a meow sound. You just said. <laughs> um, oh shit! Oh man, did you see? Uh, uh, Sorry. Um, it's fine, dude. Don't even fucking worry about it. I also, in case anyone's listening, um, I figured out 
So anytime I watch Trailer Park Boys, I'm always like, fuck, what are the good seasons? So I figured out that season five is 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 like really fucking good. Yep. So that's if, the best season. If you ever just want to jump in anywhere, just jump into season five. Season five is the best. Agreed. It's so fucking good, dude. Did you see this um Zelensky <laughs> did a photo shoot with Vogue? What? Now I'm no conspiracy theorist. Yep. <laughs> but I'm gonna say if if this is nineteen thirty nine. Yeah. And England is on fire. Okay. London is being air bombed. Yep. And Winston Churchill is doing a photo shoot with a fashion magazine. I'm going to say the entire world would say, you know what? Let's just stop fucking supporting this guy. Yeah, that's not that's not a good look. I mean, it's a great look, but it's not. That is not a good look. I mean, what are you doing, dude? The optics are horrific. Visually, oh. it looks fantastic, but the optics are terrible. Is this my espresso machine? What, what is? How, how did you get my espresso machine? Well, uh, you fucking stole it, man. Bond Company stooge. I'm also a, per- a human being, dude. I, it's so hard to pick. I think that's, I think that's my favorite Wes Anderson movie. No, it is. We've, we've. I think we established that. I know because I, I go, I go back and forth between that. Rushmore, and I love Grand Budapest, but it's usually between that and Rushmore. I love all of his movies. And Fantastic Mr. Fox makes me fucking laugh so hard, yeah, too. Yeah, it does. The only reason I'm not picking that, the re- it, Fantastic Mr. Fox is my favorite, always has an asterisk next to it, just because it's not with people. It, right. <laughs> which, which is weird, because that was a way harder dir- movie to direct, Fantastic Mr. Fox. But I don't know. Jason Schwartzman just fucking kills me in, in Rushmore. And so does Bill Murray. With people. But Life Aquatic Man. You know what it is? It's his least rigid film. Cause you know how stylistically he's very boxy, which yep. I like. Yep. And that it still has that components, especially with the tour of the ship and all that stuff. The Belafonte. But it's it's way that's gotta be one of his loosest films. You know what I mean? I do. It's great. Eric said shop is so fucked and then sent me the eyes emoji. Let's see what shop is up to. Oh. Sorry, Kev. What is shop again, fuck? Shopify. Oh, right, fuck. It's. Oh, I see. All my trading is in the fucking red. Yeah, everyone. I don't is. even know what the fuck I'm doing. That's okay. Just don't even worry about it. I'm now the proud owner of 68 shares of GME. Is that what you did? Well, I had oh. I had like 17, and then the four to one split happened. Oh, that's right, dude. What an idiot! I'm just kidding. Um, I did buy some uh, fucking what is the NYMT, the fucking New York. You uh, did, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm proud of you. How much did you get? 120. That's what's up, dude. You could even sell a call against that. Really? Yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah, pretty profile looking pretty good. Dude, look at that thing. <laughs> Fucking unreal this guy. I swear to goodness. Oh, it, oh I kind of want to I kind of want to just delete the app though and then look at it in like 10 years. That would be a great idea. How dare you? You know what pisses me off about the TD Ameritrade app? What's up? I have it set up for Face ID. Yep. And the Face ID works like one out of every 6 times I I open the app. Trust me, I get it, dude. I really do. Is that a security thing or something? I don't really know, but I have the same issue. You know? Can't believe we're actually going to see them live on Saturday. Hanson. They're coming to the Hampton Ballroom Casino. The HBC. It it really is going to be a great show. Oh, it's going to be great. And we're going to be eating flag pizza before. And now Isaac is the hot one. Is he? I don't know. See, I don't... I think Zach is the cool... Is like... is oh. Zach's a nerd. 
Yeah, but he's really grown on me over the, um, over the years. You're talking sexual attraction or personality? No, work? no. Um, in level of coolness slash personality. Yeah. I don't know. Just something about him. I think they're all cool. They have they all have like eight kids. They live in like I don't know Oklahoma or something. Yeah, something like that. They probably uh, hone sticks into spears. They hone their craft while homing in on good deals for uh, music supplies. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I always forget about the one clapping person. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's actually the real embarrassment. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to fault Biden for talking, for making a gaffe. The guy's a fucking gaffe machine. But the person who applauds. Who applauds that? Oh, this media is so pathetic. I remember even when he was. Um, and these are the same people that have been jumping up and down for four years saying, we need to speak truth to power. And then. I think he was president for like three months. Yeah. But Mr. President, what kind of ice cream is that? What kind of ice cream is that? And he right. goes, chocolate, chocolate oh. chip. And they go, oh, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, you. what would we have done without you guys? I just picture Randy Marsh going, oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> like when he has the sword of a thousand Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What else? Hold that thought. I'm getting another truly. Yeah, go get one. You need something from the fridge, fuck? No, I think I'm good. Do you have any emails? Oh, good fucking point. Jesus. I knew I was. I knew I couldn't think of something. Just like I can't think of anything, for fuck's sake. Dude, I'm really excited for flag pizza. Yeah, flag pizza is going to be so great, dude. Um, let's see here. Going to here. Going to press on that button. And then I go here. And then go to this. You know what I've been craving lately? What have you been craving lately? Oh, here Pizza comes. Hut breadsticks? Yeah. Like from actual Pizza Hut, not the shitty fast food version. Right, 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 right. You know what I figured out I love? Cooked food with uh, uncooked Parmesan just on top. Right. That's what makes the breadsticks. That is that is what that's literally what makes it. No, what literally makes it is the chef. But... So Danny says we should cover my neck, my back. Ooh, my pussy and my crack. And then he said we should revisit Anna Fairtoon's off frenzy. See, the problem with that is we can't do that. Oh, I mean, guess we could. You think it's crossing a line? No, I just. I guess maybe I don't. Now the when you say it like that, who gives a fuck? Danny, if you have a copy of Frenzy. I, how how would you go about getting stuff like that to me nowadays? Um, he said, "Love and Sammy wakes up." Oh yeah, Sammy wakes up was a ton of fun. Yeah, both of those would be easy. Um, I guess you you'd ma- he'd mail it to you using like the most. Do people use iTunes technology? Anymore? Uh there's a thing where you called so. If it still exists, and if CD burners on computers still work, yeah, it exists. Do computers even have fucking disk uh, things anymore? Nope, not really. What the fuck is wrong? With but there everybody? used to be this application called Sanuti, which was iTunes backwards. <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. And you, probably well, from you. I guess this was actually for uh, iPods, but you could take music off an iPod and put it on a computer. So I guess that actually doesn't apply here unless it's on his iPod. So fuck well, me. Well, no, you can make an iTunes library, and can you export the files and email them to me? I guess in theory. Sounds like a huge pain in the ass. I think it can be done. Well, we also need to know. So, Danny, you know what's funny? No one has frenzy. Like when we were at the, uh, uh, when Casey at the tap gave me the impressions with blue eyes. Yeah. I was like, I, I'd rather have fucking a copy of Frenzy because I have copies of Impressions with Blue Eyes. Right. Me too. I don't have a fucking copy of Frenzy, fuck. You know, it would be worth looking at Bull Moose. You think? Because I found like an Ambry CD there once. I honestly think I saw an Anna Fair CD there once. All right. But that's a good suggestion, Danny. I'd actually like to play uh, Sammy Wakes Up. And Love would be fun. 
That's a good harmon- harmonizing song. He's got to give him the CD, dude. So he can relearn the songs he wrote. Or, yeah, there's got to be a fucking way. If there's a will, there's a way, dude. Even, like, most desktop towers and shit don't have a uh, CD slot? I don't think they do. Mine, this doesn't. doesn't and I built that, like, sense. fucking six or seven years ago. Here's the thing. Even if they're obsolete, it doesn't hurt to fucking have it. Well, the way it quote-unquote hurts is it would have cost me a little bit of extra money to put one in. Right. But I'm saying for the manufacturer, if they made all of them with CDs you and you had no other choice, right? you would have paid an extra 40 bucks, fuck. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Listen, you're right. And that has one, but that thing's starting to shit its pants. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen a fucking MacBook with one of those in a long time. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I think Ryan's Priebus was uh, Secretary of State. (laughs) I mean, Chief of Staff. (laughs) Uh, I went to go for the laugh track, but... A little over my head. It deserved to just sit there. Um, Oh, man, what else? Shit. What else? Fucking shit. Um, I don't know. What else happened this weekend? Sunday, I golfed. Oh, I sat on the beach and got sun- a sunburn. That was when it was like 100 degrees? Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. Me and my mom, we just sat on the beach and chilled. I just love how... the I guess, I'm not blaming the news for doing this because they need ratings, so they need to be a little hyperbolic on the weather. But it's like what Eric was saying. All these... When we were young... First of all, July is just hot all the fucking time. Yeah. July and August. That's the point. It's hot. I remember my whole life. Something about my whole life. There'd be weeks that would go by and wouldn't go below 90. (laughs) But, uh, and then I, uh, talk like this and come down. But nowadays, Kids are taught to think the world is ending. Yeah. And uh, so now when it's 90 for more than three days in a row, they have climate anxiety. It's just called summer, man. Chill out. Yeah. And they go, we can't chill out. You know what else is funny? Goose pimples. They're simultaneously saying, right? They're meaning the, the modern day orthodoxy of... Of academia and media. Oh, of course. They're simultaneously saying that global warming is going to kill us, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And most scientists say that the proliferation of air conditioning throughout now non-Western society is saving lives, right? Okay. Because that's what people need to combat the cooling. There's less people dying of heat stroke, less people. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. So they're simultaneously saying everyone's going to die because of global warming. Okay. And pushing for natural power sources that can't power a grid with multiple air conditioners. Right. So the irony is we're going to die if we listen to these people. Right. Otherwise, just put on a fucking air conditioner. No, 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 no. I wish I had that clip ready of the lady with the electric car. And when the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I know it's electric, but what, what's the bad? Where's the power coming from? And she goes, the building. It's plugged in. Complete fucking idiot. It's plugged in the building. Yeah, 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 love. But what source powers the building? And then it just cuts to that guy. Um, yeah, the town it's run on like 95% coal. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. And here's the thing. No one's against electric vehicles, okay? But, and people say, oh, yeah, everyone's complaining that you can only get 200 miles on a charge, but no one's actually driving 200 miles in a day. Okay, fair, but... Let's let's put this into perspective. I'm driving through the state of Texas. Mm. Okay? 
And I'm only going to drive 100 miles a day. Okay. Um, now I'm in the middle of the state at a hotel. Where's the infrastructure to charge my fucking vehicle? It uh, probably doesn't exist. Right. So uh, maybe work on that first. Right. It's like having no train track infrastructure and being pissed that no one's traveling by train. Right. Well, why don't you accommodate EV travel and then we'll get EVs? I don't even want one. I don't even want one either, but I'm just being, I'm playing devil's advocate. Right. No, listen. No, I get it. I do. do. Yeah, no, I do. I, I am the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, boy. God. This is another one of those just, oh. Terrible episodes? Cram-packed with information episodes. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Just well, did we? Yeah, we did one last week, right? An episode? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was called, like, this is worse than the other one or something. Well, here's the thing. We're going to have a lot more content the rest of the summer now because now we're, we're less tied up with you have plans this weekend and I have. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff together. You know, mm. we got Hanson coming up. Yep. This way, we, we're going to give ourselves more content to uh, to bring to the guys. I mean, the flag pizza itself is going to be like, that's like half an episode. The flag pizza review is going to be great. Um, so... Karen doesn't like pizza crust, right? Oh, okay. Which I'm actually no, I've witnessed this. Which benefits me because crust is my favorite part, so I get I get my share of the pizza yep. and I get the the peat crust. But she likes your focaccia, so this is one of those great moments oh, where it's a win-win-win. It's you know offering up a uh, an olive branch. Yeah, I've witnessed the uh, unspoken agreement happen in front of me where she'll have a plate with just crust on it and she'll just like not, without even saying a word just like hold her plate near you, you just take the crust off it and start eating. Yeah, it's great. It's like feeding a horse or something. And I am I was kind of shitting on the idea of of that at first, but now I'm realizing there's many times where I just will like So if I have a whole pizza? Yep. First slice, I'll eat the whole thing. Second slice, I'll eat the cheese part and like half the crust. Third slice, I'll eat the cheese and like not finish the crust. Interesting. So you take the opposite route. I just like... Is this when you're home alone and you don't have to be afraid of like mangling a piece that other people may want? Yeah, and I just... Yeah, exactly. And I just have like an excess amount of pizza. Gotcha. So I'll never... I'll never go... Only bottom. If I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of full, I rip the crust off. Wow. And again, I, I wouldn't, I'm not an animal. I wouldn't do that if there are other people right. that may want the pizza. Yep. Pizza. But let's say I, I order a large cheese from Papa Gino's. I'm by myself. I've had five slices. I'm kind of slowing down. I know I'm going to toss the peat. Yeah. I'll just start ripping crust off. Yeah. It wouldn't be out of character for me to like, Eat a slice of pizza to the crust, put the crust down, pick up another slice of pizza, and start eating. Okay, so you're cheese. All right, so you're more of what Karen does. Yeah, a little bit. This could benefit me as well. Yeah, like less, less, uh, less structurally. Like I, you know, I'm pretty loose with it. Yep. Sometimes I'll eat the crust. Sometimes I won't. You know, you never know. Actually, you know what I just thought of? What's that? I'm gonna get a pizza slicer, right? Okay, I'm listening. I think I already have one. Like the wheel? Yeah. Next time Karen and I get takeout. Oh fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna perforate oh, the crust. My fuck. Just take that off like a fucking bicycle wheel. Well here's the thing though, is is she gonna say that that ruins the structure? Oh, because you can't hold slice. it, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But fuck her. But that was like a, that started off as a really good idea. Yeah, it's one of those ideas that in theory it works, but in practice it doesn't. Because it's like when you get the beach pizza slices, you need the corners and the edges to... You need leverage. Yeah, because if you get the middle pieces, they just like slop around. They just, they're floppy. Folks, he's exactly right. Where the crust holds everything firm. Yeah. 
It's like losing a uh, pinky toe, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Where you go, this thing's useless, whatever. And then you get up to walk, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I can't even stand up. I hate when that happens. I needed that pinky. It's like when you take an onion. If you slice it the way so that the the two knots yep. are, are side to side. Are side to side, and you slice it straight down so that they separate from each other. Yep. And then you try to slice it, it's going to like fall apart. Yep. You got to slice down the middle of the of the knots cuz the knots hold it hold the onion together. Right, you got to do the knots south and west. I mean north and south. You got to half moon the knots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the knots are at 12 and 6 o'clock. Yep. Not 9 and 3. That's That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's smart. <sighs> what kind of uh Vegetables and onion, like a garlic is the same family as an onion, right? What do they call those? Um, uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let's Google it. I got in trouble. My mom just sent me a fucking email saying I'm in trouble. Um, what? Why are you in trouble? No, it's really just like a, yeah, I got like a notice from MLS saying I fucked up. And so What's she's MLS? forwarding it to me, the listing service. What the fuck? I'm assuming that? I fucked up. I must have fucked up because I'm an idiot. But um, I'll read it tomorrow and it's going to be fine. I fucked up. And I'll call up. them and be like, oh, did I fuck up? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, okay, my bad. And they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, what is an onion? <laughs> <laughs> Let me look this up. Garlic. I mean, they're bulbs. Onion related. Let's see. This is great content. Vegetable. Um. Garlic is a plant in the onion family. Onions, shallots, and leeks. What's it classified as? Allium. Allium. That's what I saw, too. Allium is a genus of monocotyledonous. Yeah, I think we're we're not going to find an, a... Uh, I think we're not going to find what you... we're reaching f- for interesting uh, tidbits here. Yeah, tidbits. Carl Linnaeus first described the genus, the genus Allium in 1753. Carl did it? Yeah. See when this fucker was alive. He, wow, he lived a while. He was 71. Jesus. You know the thing with birth? Uh, I mean, the, uh, the age of uh, the average lifespan back then? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. I think a lot of the uh, kids dying at like six months, two years, they did. Oh, yeah. No one, I mean, at much higher rates than now, but it wasn't like people lived till 50 and then they were like, oh, that guy's fucking old. Right. People were still living till 70s. and Yeah. I mean, not anywhere near in the numbers they are now. Right. But it wasn't like, you know, in 1630... When you turned 35, people were like, all right, man. Time to go. You're on your, you got to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. It's because all the young kids, it's like the divorce rate seems, it. the divorce rate is very, very high in this country. Yo, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Most people that everyone knows, half their friends have parents that are divorced. But I think nationally, that's a little skewed too by I think it's, I think statistically, it's either men or women. I think it's women. Divorced women statistically always get remarried. Yeah. So you you have this huge pile of people with multiple spouses. Yeah. And by definition, multiple divorces. Driving it up to 50%. It's still very high. Oh, I see. I'm going to say the divorce rate is still like 40%. I don't know if it's quite 50 I see what you're saying. It's like the same person gets, you know, COVID three times and they count it as. Exactly. As three COVID cases. But it's the same person. That's exactly right. Actually, sorry, I'm explaining this poorly. Gets it once, but they take three tests. They treat it as three different COVID infections. God. Do you think people will ever look back and admit that they were 
overly zealous about completely wrong information, or do you think they're just going to stick to their story? Uh, My favorite is, well, we didn't know at the time when none of the data regarding who was getting sick and dying was, was... in any way altered from day one to right now. Yeah, literally the day it started, we were calling bullshit. Yeah, but the day COVID was decimating China and Italy, they knew it only affected old people primarily. And then... Olds and fats. Olds and fats. And then the occasional people with comorbidities. I love saying old... I hate hate saying comorbidities. It always makes me sound drunk. Comorbidities. Because I always, it always reminds me of who's the guy Patrick who wouldn't touch his lips. Yeah. Yeah. Say comorbidities as Patrick. Comorbidities. Yeah, that's what I feel. (laughs) I love saying olds and fats because it just for some reason puts chicken wings in my head and makes me think of drumsticks and flats. Yes, flats. I'm a flats guy. I know you are. I like drumsticks. I like them both, but I think I like drumsticks it makes, more. It makes more sense for me to like drumsticks because they seem meatier and it's easier to rip the meat off. But there's something about flats. I that get I just it, dude. Fucking love. I really fucking do. You know what it is? I think it's because uh, Stanley Kowalski from uh, Marlon Brando's character from A Streetcar Named Desire. Oh, Jesus. There's a scene where he's savagely eating chicken wings, and I just always thought it looked fucking. Primal and badass. Maybe that's why. That could be why. Because it was all flats. Just flat as fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Because flats get your fingers. Those are the ones that get your fingers real fucked up. Oh, they'll get you going. Because you can eat a drumstick one-handed. You could. You can't do that with a flat. I mean, you can kind of, but not not in a row. Yeah, come on. So, um, anyway, that's maybe just the way I was brought up. I'm a flats guy. I mean, if you ask me, there's no better place to end an episode than on that. Oh. Not only that, if you ask me, I'd say the same. So, I guess uh, we'll see everyone at Hanson on Saturday. Yeah, go to Hanson at the the Ballroom Casino. I guarantee you can get tickets still. And uh, I guarantee, I mean, probably. We'll let you know how Flag Pizza turns out. I'm really excited for flag pizza. Oh, it's going to be fucking sick. Because good. Karen likes focaccia. So she doesn't like pizza crust, but she loves your focaccia. Oh, it's, so this is going to be, it's going to satisfy both parties. It's going to be unbelievable. I really think this could take off. It's going to take off. It's going to be huge. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Um. So thanks everybody for coming by and uh, have a uh, great little fucking uh, weekend or whatever. <laughs> I just started this job and my my plugs weren't taking. My parents were brutally murdered and I was fat. So I turned to pot hoping it would solve my problems. But you know something? The only thing it fixed was my life. Look, all I'm saying is if you still want to smoke pot, then be prepared to spend a lot of time laughing with your friends. I'm so sure can.